Hello, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Okay, today's part two of how to deal with colliding boundaries. And please listen to part one because you really need part one to be able to follow with part two. We're talking about four neurocycles that we can do to deal with when boundaries collide. We all know boundaries are so important for our mental health. People speak about them all the time. We need to know how to create them for ourselves and other people, but sometimes our boundaries collide and what do we do? So part one, I explained the basic science and I spoke about the first the first neurocycle you can use. There's four that you would do and you do them together over a period of 63 days and however you want to do them. And you can spend five minutes a day, you could do all four in one day or you could do one each day or you could work through one and sort out that one and then work out the next one and then work out the next one and then work out the next one over a period of, a, of you know maybe three or four weeks or something or the first 21 days and then you practice using them for the second 42 days that would be my recommendation for following in the neurocycle system if you want to know more about that i have my book cleaning up your mental mess and my app the neurocycle app available on itunes google play and now web version and in that i show you how to rewire your brain take cycles of 63 days not one not four not seven not 14 not 21 not 42 but at least 63 So there's four of these neurocycles to help with dealing with colliding boundaries. They work sequentially. The first one is the self-reflection neurocycle. Then that leads to the ones we're going to talk about today, the communication. That leads to balance and that leads to the trust neurocycle. So there's four of them. And probably the easiest way to do them would be to work on the self-reflection one first on your own and do that for maybe a week. And then from then on, you work and you're each working on it at the same time, but on your own. Then the other three do together and you could maybe spend another week on communication or you know, three, four days to a week, three or four days to a week on the next one, which is going to be balance. And then the last one, which is going to be trust. It'll take you up to around 21, 28 days. And then the second phase is going to be just a few minutes a day where you basically consciously and deliberately practicing using those new fixed up negotiated boundaries and seeing how that can impact and seeing how you can grow that so there we go there's a little plan for you okay so let's talk today now about the first one of these the second one which is the communication neurocycle for colliding boundaries so boundaries are all about communication i mean if you think about it especially clear communication it's about communication with yourself and with people you choose to surround yourself with Boundaries are also a social commitment. So boundaries are communication with yourself and those that you surround yourself. They are a social commitment. And because they're a social commitment, there's give and take. So communication, the communication neurocycle boundary is hugely around this give and take concept. Okay, so once you've self-reflected and done all the things I said in last week's podcast, we want to then get into this effective way of communicating with each other that is a give and take communication which means that I really have to tune in and listen to the other person and hear what they are saying about their boundary and why they need that boundary and they must tune into me and hear what I'm saying about my boundary and why I need it understanding the conflict between the two which you would have worked out a lot of that on, on your own in the self-reflection. Now you're coming together and you're sharing that information and working out in a give and take way how you can resolve this. In any important relationship in your life, to be in a healthy relationship, there has to be things that you give up and take away. We all know that. 
there has to be this giving up and taking away compromise. In my own family, I see that happening. In my own marriage of 35 years, you you, you just kind of have to do it. It happens in the workplace. It happens with your kids. It happens everywhere. So here's a very simple example of how to do this give and take neurocycle and this give and take or this communication. Let me say that again. Here is a simple example of the communication neurocycle in action. Okay. Neurocycle is five steps. Gather awareness, reflect, write, recheck, and active reach. Okay, so very simple example. So in this communication neurocycle example, I'm going to be talking about how myself and my daughter, my youngest daughter, I have four children, my youngest daughter who loves to cook, they all love to cook actually, and but she loves to cook with extra special, super spicy, really tasty kind of food. And I can't eat that. I like very bland, very boring food, very plain food. And so there's a total difference in our palates. And that may sound like not such a big thing. And as I said, this is a simple example. But when you're working together and you're living together and you're traveling together and you're having social occasions together, you know, that can be a thing. Like I can't stand the smell of garlic and certain spices and they may, and I react to them. And garlic's in everything. And my daughter loves cooking with garlic. And the smells around the kitchen can drive me crazy. And so this is now that, that's where boundaries can collide. So how did we deal with this? Obviously, we did some self-reflection which is the first boundary. Another communication example is, is how we, did, we gathered awareness. First of all, the five steps, we gathered awareness. We gathered awareness, what was the actual boundary that I needed and what was her boundary, which we had done the self-reflection on. And the boundary was that I don't like anything stinky in my kitchen, any spicy stuff, and I don't want any spicy food. And I need that because it drives me crazy, those smells. So that was my boundary. Hers was, I love spicy food, and I love cooking with it, and I want all these nice things that smell nice around me. So they collided because I didn't want that and she wanted that. So we'd negotiate. So we gathered awareness of the boundary that we named the boundary. We had self-reflected on it. And now we are communicating about it. So I gathered, because I had done the self-reflection, I could explain the boundary. She could explain her boundary. How does the smells and whatever make me feel? Um, how does it make my body feel? How does it make my, what, what, what it would, what would my behaviors? I'd get irritated. I'd want to throw those things away, get rid of those smells, um, not eat that food. And the perspective, oh, I can't stand this, this, these smells. I can't stand this type of cooking. And my youngest daughter, what did she do? Uh, uh, her boundary was she likes all this, this spicy food. She wants to have all this nice spicy food around. She wants to be able to cook with that spicy food. She loves it. It makes her feel happy, etc. And makes her she just enjoys it. Her perspective it makes her happy and makes her get excited and it makes her body feel good. Okay, so those boundaries were colliding. We had, we we named them in the gather awareness. We spoke about our signals and then we reflected. I reflected. Okay, when I get so almost you know get so frustrated, how does that affect her? Kind of upsets her because she'd actually really love to cook a meal together and do a meal together and and share what you know. Let me taste her cooking and she, I want her to taste mine. So we nego- We talked about. We reflected on how that made us feel. Then we wrote this down. We said, okay, well that's your boundary. That's my boundary. That's how it makes us feel. And we communicated. We actually sat down next to each other and you know wrote it on paper, and and we wrote our reflection down. And then the third step is writing the fourth step now we looked at what we'd written and we said okay so now what can we do how can we how can we manage this process so what we said is that in the gather awareness we had gather awareness and reflect we had spoken about the smells and 
whatever, and we'd written that down. So in the reflect, in the recheck step, looking at what we'd written, I could say, oh, okay, so you love the spicy food. So what we could do is when you when we decide if you're going to do the cooking and you're going to cook that spicy food, then we can buy just enough ingredients for that day. And if there's some left over, put them in a very tight block so I don't have to smell them. And then I take some Benadryl so that I don't get a bad reaction. And then I'll taste them and eat not too much of it, but then I'll at least taste them and enjoy them. And that way I can partake of what she's done. And by the same token, she'll taste my very bland cooking. And otherwise, she'll sometimes what she'll do is she'll make this very spicy version of a dish and she'll make the non-spicy version for me. Or she'll make the spicy version and I alongside her will make the non-spicy version. And we'll taste a little bit of each other's, but we'll eat mainly our own. So that was the plan we made in the recheck. I mean, this sounds so basic, but it was becoming a bit of a conflict because both of us enjoy eating and cooking. And we, as a family, typically Italian, like to eat together and cook together. And seriously, I'm the boring one in the house. They all love the fancy stuff except me. So... She really stepped in to try and solve this problem. And then in the act of reach, we actually carried that plan out. And we practiced that plan and we negotiated. So it was give and take. So she communicated to me that she needs her need met of having a lot of garlic and spice and meals. And we'll both adjust. Or she'll communicate that she's giving up that need for that day and we'll, so that we can eat the same meal together. Same thing that I'll do. I'll give up my need to have not to have spicy food and I'll have a little taste of it and at least share in that and take the Benadryl so there was a give and take so basically when you are doing this and you get your little plan when you find that you and the person that you have the relationship with both have boundaries that seem to be colliding one of the most crucial steps is just to communicate I mean this sounds long and waffly but took a few minutes we tried it out a few times now it's become a habit and now we've carried that over into other little areas of boundaries that were colliding we communicated we both was a give and take on both sides and it led to a deeper meaningful connection it improved our relationship the simple thing about spicy versus non-spicy cooking so when you're communicating you are basically giving the reasons for your boundaries and what they the needs that they fulfill and why they're important to you and whoever that other person is and also it's so important that this is done without anger and frustration because boundaries are about respect for each other, for yourself and for each other. And so you want to be able to respect each other's boundaries. And honestly, it ended up being really funny. We were really laughing. And now instead of me being offended when she says, oh, you've got boring food or me being irritated when she wants always, this, wants, always wants the spicy food, it's not an issue. It's no longer an issue that collides. It's now something quite funny between all of us so, so then this leads me to the next one is the balance neurocycle to deal with colliding boundaries which and self-reflection and the communication lead directly into the balance so you've self-reflected you've done the communication thing and immediately that leads into the balance neurocycle basically when we talk about balance we're talking about making sure that we meet both people's needs are met so in self-reflection and communication, the first two neurocycles for dealing with colliding boundaries, we get data. Okay, So we get data about what we need, what the other person needs, what's colliding, how it makes us feel, how we can potentially change it. Then we go into the communication element, the interactive element, where we, once again, are now talking, gather awareness, reflect, write, work it out, put it in practice. Now, those two steps gave us data. We have data, we have information. And with that information in our hand, we can now move forward and take this even deeper to make sure that we get a good balance. So 
we have more because we've got more information to evaluate. Now, I know that simple spicy example is you know doesn't sound like it needs sixty three days to practice. It sounds like you can sort that out in you know just one neurocycle, which you can. Some of these things, these colliding boundaries, one neurocycle may sort that out. And if you see the problem arising again, you maybe need to do it over you know a few more of them. And if it still is a problem, then do the full neuros full 63 days because it's potential the potential is that it hasn't become a pattern yet if it's become a pattern in both your lives then it's going to take longer so the more deep emotional stuff generally are already patterns so they take the full 63 days to unwire but i wanted to give you a simple example just to understand it okay so now with the balance the third one in a row self-reflection communication balance neuro cycle for dealing with colliding boundaries you are basically looking at the data gathered from self-reflection and communication, and you're using that data to take it even deeper. So basically, in the gather awareness, you're looking at whether the boundaries set by both parties, whether it's a group of people, partners, children, adults, parents and a child, whatever, are set, that are set by all people involved are balanced, okay, and lead to a balanced relationship. So people don't feel that it's unbalanced, that that person's more geared to keeping that person happy or more geared towards keeping you happy because that can happen even in the self-reflection and even in the communication it can maybe become a bit unbalanced and some really dumb example maybe i want the bland food three times more than the spicy food that's unbalanced so you have to work out when you're together there has to be an even share when you're on your own you can do what you want kind of thing but when you're together in the same house and eating together there has to be this this balance achieved so Basically, you want to gather awareness of do you feel, look at you looking at your signals, name the adjusted boundaries, and then look at look at the point where you're at and say, okay, do I feel, both of you do it together, do we feel that this is balanced? Do we how is this manifesting in our behaviors? How's this manifesting in how our body feels? How's this manifesting in our perspective? So if we feel it's balanced, we're gonna feel a sense of of peace. We're gonna Feel okay in our body. We're going to we're going to be communicating fine. Things are going great. And in terms of perspective, hey, there's no issue here. If it's not balanced, we see the opposite. Maybe feel some frustration, a little bit of irritation, maybe a bit of a tension in the body, a bit of tension in the shoulders, a bit of tension when you're around that person. So not to relax in your behaviors. Perspective is, mm, is this going to work? So you want to evaluate that honestly with each other, and then whatever you get from that. You know, you're reflecting on, okay, why do I feel it's unbalanced? And you explore. So whether maybe the giving or taking is fair, maybe it's not fair. That's the sort of thing you can ask yourself. You can reflect on that. Essentially, you'll find out in this, as you, you find out from self-reflection and communication that you're much more ready to dive into this balance one and, and negotiate because of the data and the experience of going through the first two. If you dive straight into the balance, you've missed out on the self-reflection and the communication. So the balance is not that easy to achieve. The balance is easier to achieve when you've done the other two first. So in in balancing it, it's really looking at your signals and really then reflecting on, okay, we don't feel balanced. We feel, I feel it's going more in this direction. You feel it's going more in that direction. This is making us feel, let's write this down. Let's recheck. Okay, let's let's time track this. Let's see, okay, five times you cooked the spicy food and seven times I cooked the bland food. And now I'm wanting the eighth time. So there's a bit of, I mean, it's a dumb example, but it gives you an idea. Time track it. The who, the what, the when, the where, the why, how. You know, in, in that, when you're, 
write it down together and reflect. You really want to go into the depths and write down in sentences. Because when you write down, you, you dig deep and you see stuff that isn't there. And it might bring up other things. It might bring up, oh, you know what? This is not about the food. This is actually about something else. Okay, well, let's deal with the food one. And then we'll do another whole round of colliding boundaries, neurocycles to sort out the next thing. If you're looking for the newest cutting-edge products to push your brain and body to the outer limits of what's possible, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Nootopia, one of the most powerful nootropics on the market today. This product is safe, legal, and highly effective and was invented by one of the most advanced brain chemists and nootropics formulators alive today. Even better, every formula is customized for you based on your strengths, weaknesses, and goals. So you get exactly what you need when you need it. Why is this so important? Taking the right formulas at the right times can help you focus intensely, block out distractions, reduce stress and anxiety, enhance your creativity, boost your memory and a whole lot more. Plus you'll be amazed by how quickly they work. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there's zero risk to you to try them for yourself. So if you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, both personally and professionally, then try Nootopia's formulas. Simply go to nootopia.com forward slash drleaf. That's nootopia.com forward slash drleaf and use the code drleaf10 to receive 10% of any order. Again, that's nootopia.com forward slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. In this balance step, once you've communicated your needs and heard the other person's needs, which you practice in the communication neurocycle, you may begin trying to find a solution that involves giving and taking on both parts that can, that can help you navigate the colliding boundaries with little or no resentment. So balance is making sure that there isn't resentment because what can happen in self-reflection is you get insight. In communication, you communicate this and you start doing it. Then as you're doing it, you see it's unbalanced. So that, that's when the communication, using self-reflection and communication inside the balance, you're able to now resolve that. You're able to see, okay, there is imbalance, but we've practiced self-reflection. We've practiced communication. So we can, we can get to a negotiation around this collision without much resentment because we really did the other two steps, the other two neurocycles. Now we can do this. Then. Remember when you when you are rechecking in the balance thing, finding balance will take practice. So if it's something simple, it's easy. But when it's something not so simple, it may take a little bit of, you know, looking at practicing, you know, a few times through the neurocycle to, and getting to this recheck stage where okay, we tried this, this worked for a while, but it didn't work. This rose its head, so I mean, it's thrown the balance off again. So now we need to deal with this issue. Now you do it. It's a more new self um, reflection and communication and the balance is there for a while then the balance goes off and then you may need to go and say okay let's recheck it again let's go through the whole thing let's recheck it and let's see okay it went off there how can we resolve that and just keep adjusting okay so and you can do this without resentment and frustration because you're working through this in such an organized way you're not doing this from your emotions aren't controlling you emotions aren't spilling out all over the place they're under control by doing it through the neurocycle then this leads to the final one, which is quick and easy, which is trust. Once I've self-reflected, I've done the work of looking at myself. That gives a person a great signal. I'm communicating. 
I'm trying to achieve balance and not just me, the other person self-reflecting, working on communication, working on balance and, you know, we adjusting. So now trust is building. And you may just want to then at some point in the cycle, just stop and say, okay, do we, or even straight after the, if you find that there's an imbalance, you, you, you may want to flow straight into the trust neurocycle. It may pop up in sequence or it may be that you, the trust is going to come up as the, the imbalance is identified and you can't seem to resolve the balance, it could be that then there's, it feels like there's a bit of a trust issue and you may need to then just take your time and actually say, okay, you know what, let's work on trusting each other. We're not trusting each other that we are actually going to maintain our side and adjust our bound, stay within these adjusted boundary framework. So let's look at our trust. So let's gather awareness through the four signals. Each person, how are you feeling? What are you saying and doing? What do you, how does your body feel? What is your perspective? And the other person, it's, why do you think we're doing this? Let's write this down and let's recheck on it. So basically you are looking in the gather awareness of the trust neurocycle. You're trying to make sure that are you willing to trust that each other will still respect this new negotiated boundary? Maybe there's a little bit of, mm, I'm going to stick to it, but are they going to stick to it? So you may just need to work through this a few times to see, hey, listen, I need to know I can trust that you're going to stick to your side of the bargain. And then as you reflect, you know, just going back to the silly example that I gave you, to go back to that example, when my daughter decides to take out and make food that I'm not able to eat, I trust that that won't always be the case. It's what she wants to do now. She really feels like it. And she's assured me through the fact that she makes, often will make two versions of the food. She'll make the bland one for me and the fancy one for her. So she's assured me. So I know that there's this trust. Same thing on my side. She knows that I'm not going to freak out every time she goes and buys garlic and all the fancy spices and puts them in the fridge and that kind of thing. Because I know that it's not going to be like that all the time. So then basically an example of rechecking the trust neurocycle is what is our plan to keep the trust up? Sometimes we need a little plan because maybe you don't see each other for a while or maybe you slip into bad habits or maybe, you you know, the boundaries start, the adjusted boundaries start slipping. So what is a good plan? So it could be something like, hey, I feel like it's, you know, you're not really sticking to your side. I've noticed this a couple of times. How do you feel? Do you feel like that about this? This is what I'm noticing. So you, you, know, you gather awareness, you go through the emotions, you reflect a little bit, you write it down and your recheck is, okay. Yeah, you know what, maybe I have slipped a little bit, the other person says, or maybe they say, no, I don't think I've slipped, I think you've slipped. And so you talk it through, okay, what are we going to do, what's our plan? And then you show it with actions. So again, this is a simple example of my daughter and myself, but the idea is that we can build trust through forming a habit of respect for each other, through working through self-respect, working through communication, working through balance and working through the trust neurocycles to deal with the colliding boundaries. We have a plan in place. I'm giving you a plan that when your very important boundaries collide, here's what you can do. You can sit down with someone and you can go through these things, even if they feel a bit messy and they don't follow the order perfectly and they, you jump around, you're not quite sure what you're doing. You know, re-listen to this podcast a few times so you get the hang of it and practice doing it. Just the mere fact that you're going to work on each of these different neurocycles and take the time to do it, that is going to improve the relationship already and help with those colliding boundaries. So by practicing the first three neurocycles, you can move forward with trust into the fourth neurocycle. And even then, as I've explained to you, you can adjust as necessary. Remember that healthy relationships take work. So here's four neurocycles that are going to help you solve the inevitable clash of boundaries that you maybe hadn't even verbalized. You may not have even realized that you'd set a boundary for yourself and that that person had set a boundary. And 
you may find that in a negotiation collision, I mean, in a relationship collision, it was actually a colliding boundary. So here's now a way of working through those colliding boundaries. So these, these, these neurocycles are really helpful for just dealing with relationship issues. So when we want someone in our lives, we can, can't expect them to change everything for us and do nothing for them. So if you want someone in your life, you can't expect them to change everything and you don't change everything. Or you can't expect them to change everything and you change nothing. It works both ways. Okay? So we've both got to change. It's about mutual change, mutual respect. And by sitting down and kind of messing, messing your way through these four neurocycles, you have made a commitment to each other. Hey, I love you. I care for you. I'm prepared to sit down and muddle my way through these self-reflection five steps and balance five steps and communication five steps and trust five steps and keep adjusting and do this over time so that we can improve our relationship. And that's sending a really healthy relationship. The more we practice this in a relationship, the more healthy the relationship becomes. Thank you for joining me. I hope this helps you send me your your testimonies of how your colliding boundaries have uncollided. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then... I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.